Nothing like that happened again for a few weeks, and I didn't suspect anything until that one Friday night. Mom made us pork chops for dinner, and as we were all sitting down to eat, Dad started screaming. It made me jump, and my little sister hid behind me. Dad's eyes were wild. They were staring right at the table as he continued to yell and scream. My mom tried to calm him down, but she couldn't. He was throwing his arms around wildly and almost knocked her over. Snakes! Snakes! He cried out. I looked around everywhere, but I couldn't see any snakes. It freaked me out. My dad was being very strange and I had no clue what was wrong with him. Dad didn't stop there though. He went out to the garage, grabbed my old baseball bat, and began swinging it on top of the table. Stop! My mom yelled, but he didn't listen. He kept swinging and swinging until the dinner was ruined, plates were broken, and the table was snapped in half. I stood there in complete shock. I didn't know what to do. He was about to hurt my mom and sister. I screamed, begging him to stop, but he wouldn't listen. My little sister was crying and running away from him, and mom couldn't protect her. My mom screamed, Call 911! I never imagined myself in a situation where I would call 911 on my own father. I grabbed the phone with shaking hands, and I did it. When the police came, I explained what happened while my mom finally got my dad to sit down, but he looked completely out of it. The police came with an ambulance crew to make sure no one was harmed. They agreed to take dad to a cell and keep him overnight until he cooled off. They suggested he also get checked by a psychiatrist because his behavior wasn't normal. I felt broken. My dad had always been healthy and strong. How could there be something wrong with his brain? The next day, we went to pick him up. He acted like everything was normal. My mom tried to ask him what happened at the police station, but he didn't want to talk about it. He just said that everything was fine and it wouldn't happen again. I didn't believe him, and neither did Jenny. I started sleeping in her room every night after that, scared that my dad might snap and hurt her while she was sleeping. It was awful. But for weeks, he was fine. Absolutely nothing weird happened, and I finally started to believe we were getting back to normal. But I was an idiot. As Jenny and I were walking home from school one day, we saw our dad in the front yard. He was acting strange. And when he saw us, he freaked out and accused Jenny of trying to kill him and convincing me to help her do it. He was saying strange things, and I didn't understand where it was coming from. Whatever it was, we couldn't ignore it, and I waited for Mom to get home so we could take him to the mental health clinic. The psychiatrist explained to him that he should start taking the medication he recommended last time, and my mouth dropped open in shock. But Dad, you said everything was fine last time. What's going on? I asked. That was when he broke down in tears. He confessed that he'd been diagnosed with schizophrenia. He said that the doctors thought he was at increased risk of it because he suffered abuse from his parents as a child, and now he was having hallucinations. He couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't anymore. But he didn't want to take medication. He believed that the doctors wanted to hurt him. But obviously that wasn't true. He kept saying that he'll deal with it on his own. On the way 
way back home, my dad and I got into a big argument about his medications. He was absolutely refusing to take them and started talking about how there was some conspiracy against him. The fight continued until we went home. Even mom couldn't convince him to take the medication. He thought she wanted to trick him too. My father was not listening to anyone and I was losing my patience. Things kept escalating until I accused him of not loving us enough to take the medication and stop this madness. I told him that if he cared enough about his daughters, he would man up and do the right thing. But he obviously doesn't love us. At that moment, I stormed out of the room crying, but I realized later that my words were very hurtful. When I came back to check on my father, he was gone. I asked little Jenny if she knew where he went, and she said that after I left, my dad was crying and said that he wanted to prove that he loved us. I panicked. Where could he have gone? My mom wasn't in the house. She was out to buy the prescribed drugs. I had to act quickly, so I went out to search for him around the neighborhood, but couldn't find him. I also tried to call the neighbors, but none of them saw him. I was panicking. I decided that I'd better call the police before anything horrible happened to him. I felt bad because the way he left was my fault. That night, no one knew where my dad was. The cops were searching for him, and by 4 a.m., I heard sirens. I jumped and went to see what was going on. Two officers were standing at the door. They explained that my father was alive. They found him on the side of the street and he was in bad shape. Apparently, he got hit by a car. We could not grasp what had happened and how it all happened so fast. So we rushed to the hospital to see him. We saw Dad lying down, looking very exhausted and with several bruises. We went there and gave him a hug. Although his body was in bad shape, his mental condition seemed much better. Of course, he was under medication. When he felt able to speak, Dad told us what had happened with him. He said that after our fight, he wanted to prove to me that he loved me, and he went to the pharmacy without really thinking. He thought he could get there fast. As he was walking, he started hearing snake noises which he tried to ignore, but later he looked behind him and there were lots of snakes running after him. He panicked and ran away from the sidewalk and that's how he got hit by the car. Luckily, it was going too fast and he wasn't hurt much. I was surprised to learn that my father actually wanted to take these medications just to prove he loved me. It was sweet, and it made me feel bad for being so harsh on him. After all, it was hard to blame him for any of it. He didn't intend any of his actions. Following this incident, everything got much better. My dad is taking his medications regularly and is in a better state. I know things will not be completely perfect, but I am happy to have my family back and see my father this happy. Hi, my name is Adriana, and I want to share with you the worst experience I ever went through. My dad, who has been my rock for my whole life, has started to just completely break down, and I don't know what it means for me or my future. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me take you to when it all started. My dad has always been a good guy. We have a good relationship. We've bonded over a lot of stuff. But that didn't last for long. 
In fact, our relationship became anything but normal. One morning, while I was having breakfast before school, he came thundering down the stairs with the angriest look in his eyes. My little sister Jenny and I were freaking out. We'd never seen him so mad. He started ranting and raving about loud music and how disrespectful us kids were these days. Then he turned to me and told me, No more music after 9 p.m. or you're grounded. I didn't understand it. I'd never played any music last night. I'd just watched Netflix and went to sleep at 10. But I didn't want to piss him off, so I made sure to turn off my laptop at 9 and just scroll through Instagram until I fell asleep. It didn't help. Dad came downstairs again the next morning, raging like a bull, accusing me of playing music in my room again. Oh my god, it was beyond a joke now. Dad, I didn't, I swear, I told him, but he wouldn't listen. He grounded me and said that if I did it again, he'd start taking away my stuff like my laptop and phone. I was totally annoyed, but I didn't say anything because he was so mad. I didn't want to make my punishment worse. Nothing like that happened again for a few weeks, and I didn't suspect anything until that one Friday night. Mom made us pork chops for dinner, and as we were all sitting down to eat, Dad started screaming. It made me jump, and my little sister hid behind me. Dad's eyes were wild. They were staring right at the table as he continued to yell and scream. My mom tried to calm him down, but she couldn't. He was throwing his arms around wildly and almost knocked her over. Snakes! Snakes! He cried out. I looked around everywhere, but I couldn't see any snakes. It freaked me out. My dad was being very strange and I had no clue what was wrong with him. Dad didn't stop there though. He went out to the garage, grabbed my old baseball bat, and began swinging it on top of the table. Stop! My mom yelled, but he didn't listen. He kept swinging and swinging until the dinner was ruined, plates were broken, and the table was snapped in half. I stood there, in complete shock. I didn't know what to do. He was about to hurt my mom and sister. I screamed, begging him to stop, but he wouldn't listen. My little sister was crying and running away from him, and mom couldn't protect her. My mom screamed, Call 911! I never imagined myself in a situation where I would call 911 on my own father. I grabbed the phone with shaking hands and I did it. When the police came, I explained what happened while my mom finally got my dad to sit down, but he looked completely out of it. The police came with an ambulance crew to make sure no one was harmed. They agreed to take dad to a cell and keep him overnight until he cooled off. They suggested he also get checked by a psychiatrist because his behavior wasn't normal. I felt broken. My dad had always been healthy and strong. How could there be something wrong with his brain? The next day, we went to pick him up. He acted like everything was normal. My mom tried to ask him what happened at the police station, but he didn't want to talk about it. He just said that everything was fine and it wouldn't happen again. I didn't believe him, and neither did Jenny. I started sleeping in her room every night after that, scared that my dad might snap and hurt her while she was sleeping. It was awful. But for weeks, he was fine. Absolutely nothing weird happened, and I finally started to believe we were getting back to normal. But 
I was an idiot. As Jenny and I were walking home from school one day, we saw our dad in the front yard. He was acting strange. And when he saw us, he freaked out and accused Jenny of trying to kill him and convincing me to help her do it. He was saying strange things and I didn't understand where it was coming from. Whatever it was, we couldn't ignore it and I waited for mom to get home so we could take him to the mental health clinic. The psychiatrist explained to him that he should start taking the medication he recommended last time, and my mouth dropped open in shock. But dad, you said everything was fine last time. What's going on? I asked. That was when he broke down in tears. He confessed that he'd been diagnosed with schizophrenia. He said that the doctors thought he was at increased risk of it because he suffered abuse from his parents as a child, and now he was having hallucinations. He couldn't tell what was real and what wasn't anymore. But he didn't want to take medication. He believed that the doctors wanted to hurt him. But obviously that wasn't true. He kept saying that he'll deal with it on his own. On the way back home, my dad and I got into a big argument about his medications. He was absolutely refusing to take them and started talking about how there was some conspiracy against him. The fight continued until we went home. Even mom couldn't convince him to take the medication. He thought she wanted to trick him too. My father was not listening to anyone and I was losing my patience. Things kept escalating until I accused him of not loving us enough to take the medication and stop this madness. I told him that if he cared enough about his daughters, he would man up and do the right thing. But he obviously doesn't love us. At that moment, I stormed out of the room crying, but I realized later that my words were very hurtful. When I came back to check on my father, he was gone. I asked little Jenny if she knew where he went, and she said that after I left, my dad was crying and said that he wanted to prove that he loved us. I panicked. Where could he have gone? My mom wasn't in the house. She was out to buy the prescribed drugs. I had to act quickly, so I went out to search for him around the neighborhood, but couldn't find him. I also tried to call the neighbors, but none of them saw him. I was panicking. I decided that I'd better call the police before anything horrible happened to him. I felt bad because the way he left was my fault. That night, no one knew where my dad was. The cops were searching for him, and by 4 a.m., I heard sirens. I jumped and went to see what was going on. Two officers were standing at the door. They explained that my father was alive. They found him on the side of the street and he was in bad shape. Apparently, he got hit by a car. We could not grasp what had happened and how it all happened so fast. So we rushed to the hospital to see him. We saw Dad lying down, looking very exhausted and with several bruises. We went there and gave him a hug. Although his body was in bad shape, his mental condition seemed much better. Of course, he was under medication. When he felt able to speak... Dad told us what had happened with him. He said that after our fight, he wanted to prove to me that he loved me, and he went to the pharmacy without really thinking. He thought he could get there fast. As he was walking, he started hearing snake noises, which he tried to ignore, but later, he looked behind him, and there were lots of snakes running after him. 
He panicked and ran away from the sidewalk, and that's how he got hit by the car. Luckily, it was going too fast, and he wasn't hurt much. I was surprised to learn that my father actually wanted to take these medications just to prove he loved me. It was sweet, and it made me feel bad for being so harsh on him. After all, it was hard to blame him for any of it. He didn't intend any of his actions. Following this incident, everything got much better. My dad is taking his medications regularly and is in a better state. I know things will not be completely perfect, but I am happy to have my family back and see my father this happy.